Welcome back to Launch Speed. I'm your host, Han Brendan Solo, joined by my co-host, Princess Zach Leia, on this epic journey to dismember and disseminate the most interesting technological news directly into the ears of our fellow rebel scum. I like that. That was a long I, one. I don't appreciate being called princess. I would have preferred being, you know, like Luke Skywalker. Like anybody else? <laughs> well, that's just what came to mind. Well, not Chewie. He is the perfect co-host for Han Solo. Yeah, I specifically picked princess Leia. But they're also, spoiler, married. <laughs> Chewbacca's married? No, no, no. no. Uh, Han Solo and Princess Leia. So I thought it was I thought it was even more relevant. Oh. Yeah. You're making it sound like a couple now, man. Are we not? Let's roll the tape. <laughs> Let's roll it. <laughs> There's multiple shapes and sh- sizes. Just decide that a real fat guy is just a bear and it's and hitting an animal. Well, it's not gonna hit a bear. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. But it will determine the, the launch speed. Launch speed. Launch speed. <laughs> Stop! I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put my words together. You're rushing me. Am I helping? No, not at all. No one else can see my hands. Welcome to launch speed. So it's been a couple, it's been what two weeks now? It's been yeah two weeks. Took two weeks off and I have no excitements whatsoever for you. That's that sucks. Your life <laughs> your life is garbage. It is. It's it's really just not that exciting. I I work all the time and I don't do anything fun. Yeah. So in my case, no one cares. Thank you. Okay. All right. I got promoted. So that's pretty sweet. Well done. Comes you did the, your job right and you got I rewarded for it. I did more than my job right. Oh, okay. I mean, in the corporate world, I don't know how it works in the rest of the world. The way that it's supposed to work is you're supposed to be doing the level of work above where you're at in order to get promoted. So you need to be doing extra responsibilities, which I don't know. Oh, I should be a foreman then. Yeah. Since I go through and correct everyone's mistakes right now. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, got promoted effective July 1st, so... In effect, very slight pay raise, but not bad. No. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy. Congratulations. About that. Thanks, man. man. Appreciate that. And on those, went on vacation, which is a lot of fun. Uh, Casey and I went with some of my family to Deep Creek Lake, and we took the paddle boards up there, hauled them in the back of the truck. 12 foot paddle boards and a six foot truck bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did pretty good, though, and took the dog with us and had a grand old time i have i have one question for you about the paddle board yeah okay why did you not put them like put the uh, the back end of the tailgate up and then put the paddle boards up over the truck oh because well a couple of reasons one that's putting a sail on the truck that's fine and two that would probably not be great for the paint i would be rubbing against it Oh, so having them six stick six feet out behind you is a much better idea yeah hey it worked Better for the gas mileage. Yeah, it's all for the economy. <laughs> it's all for the greenery. Yeah, my parents, they were like, uh, we don't want to put the bike, we want to bring a bike, but we don't want to put it on the back of our car because it makes our gas mileage go down. I'm like, well, okay, I'll take it because it's already <laughs> like below 20, so <laughs> let's go. What is the point where it's like you don't care about gas anymore? Like When is you it, buy a truck. Is it below 20, though, where you're like, I don't even care what the fuel economy is? Maybe. Because... I can occasionally get, like, 20. I'm buying uh, the Jeep, and I don't even care. Like, it gets 17 miles to the gallon. Oh, my God. Is that it? It might as well not get any miles to the gallon. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's horrible. (laughs) So, what I I am going to do is going to, I'm going to buy, there's something you can, like, attach a gas canister to the side of it or to to the back end of it, and I'm going to actually use that because I don't want to have to get fuel every, like, four days. I, I also do really like having flammable liquids on the outside of my vehicle. On the outside, I mean, they're also on the inside. Yeah. They're attached right to the engine. They could blow up any time. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you have to shut your car off when you put gas in it. Yeah, because... It, Otherwise, it would blow up. It, I know. <laughs> I, <laughs> you ever, did you ever hear about the issue with the Ford Pintos back in, like, the, I want to say the 70s? I wasn't around then, so no. Well, you, you haven't heard of the issues? I'm... I'm might so have. there was something wrong with the gas tank. So whenever they got rear-ended, they just blew up. Uh, <laughs> so that's what I'm picturing with this Jeep with the gas can on the outside. There's, a, there's another car. Uh, one of my coworkers when I was in physical therapy had one. And he was terrified of getting rear-ended because if he got rear-ended, the gas tank would get compressed. For, that's the first thing that gets hit is the gas tank on the back end. Nice. 
and he so then they had a child and he i think the day he got his like the child was born he he got got the child (laughs) he got rid of the car okay i don't know if he was driving a ford pinto or not it might have been one i don't know they i i think they recalled them there's a bit of a uh, a bad pr error really for that (laughs) (laughs) yeah because he he was talking about how how terrified he was of every time he pushed on the brakes he thought it could be his last time pushing on the brakes <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't think i'd want to drive one of those believe it or not any dislikes of the week anything that or the last two weeks actually anything that happened in the last two weeks that you couldn't stand uh yeah so when we went on vacation up to deep creek lake it was it was a bit of a shock because it was mild here we went up there and i was cold and it was like it was like 70, 60 degrees, just getting into the fifties at night, and I was like, "What is this nonsense?" <laughs> so it was like cold in like the first or the third week in June or whatever. I was like, "Come on!" Uh, but we came back, and it was like ninety-five to a hundred degrees, and it's pretty much been like that ever since. So it was a bit of a shock. Not a huge fan of this ultra heat, but at least you don't work outside in it all day. That's, true (laughs) well not even that at least you don't work in a building that's sealed but has no air conditioning Mm. yeah that'd be bad the our company keeps telling us that they're gonna start pushing air through and what they mean is that the other trades that have fans are gonna be around us and we might get airflow off of their setup hey it's better than nothing it's really not because what (laughs) i'm i'm usually 10 feet off the ground which there's no airflow at the top of any ceiling especially in a, in a building that has no ducts on, no fans, no nothing. There's no air flowing up there, so it's just 100 degrees at the top. Mm-hmm. And that's where I stand all day on a ladder, and I'm just dripping sweat. And every time I go to like lean out a little bit, my arm will just slide really far, and I get cut because I'm just so slippery. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many cuts running now because of just mis- like, I'll, like, oh, I can lean here and get a little bit farther reach, and then like just like zick! Bah. butter just it, buttered yeah. up uh that's annoying and i i just so i drink water when i get off work i just drink a crap ton of water but then when i get to work i stop drinking water and i know it's terrible for me but that way it limits how much i sweat and i get so hot in the end of the day but like if i i drank water i could drink like a liter of water at lunch one time got back to work and i was it looked like i just someone took a hose and just sprayed me down <laughs> and i was like never doing that again <laughs> Yeah, stay dehydrated when you're in the heat. That's what I'm trying to Good do. Good idea. Yep. I'm trying to like that perfect balance of like not quite medi- dead, not quite dead, <laughs> not like medically. You know, I don't need medical attention, and like just that fine thin line of being slightly dehydrated and not completely dehydrated. Okay. <laughs> I don't pee though because I got to keep that water in me as long as possible. That's how that works. You're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, the other thing about vacation that was irritating is no bears. I didn't see a single goddamn bear. I saw so many signs that were like, there's bears. Be careful. Not a single bear. One time I was even sitting on the back porch and these a uh, couple of guys in a, a truck drove by and they were like, hey. I was like, what? And they're like, hey, there's a bear in your yard. I was like, oh, okay. And I want to go look for it. And I like went out to look for it, like away from the house. Still nothing. Nothing. You went to look for a bear. I went to look for the bear. What if you had? Just I did it for the gram, man. What if you just stumbled into, you know, a bear playing with their two cubs? Mm-hmm. Would have been bad. Would've I mean, been quite bad. But, but you're special, so you could have fed them. Right. I, yeah. That's that's exactly. You right. could have slathered your arm in honey or peanut butter. Uh huh. They would have just licked it right off, all three it, of them. Yep. Yep. And you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You do sound so excited about it. Well. Anyways, and then the other thing that was disappointing this week is, uh, or in the past couple of weeks is, it, uh, you know, there's been a lot of recent push to, you know, uh, come out against bad working conditions in a lot of companies. I mean, that's kind of been a thing since the Industrial Revolution, but... <laughs> since we had children in there. <laughs> Recently, it's been a lot, a big thing with like tech companies and uh, gaming and that kind of stuff. And Rooster Teeth the creator of our beloved red versus blue i've recently got a lot of flack for having terrible working conditions people working being expected to work 60 70 80 hour weeks and not getting paid for any of their overtime and that was disappointing yeah that i don't appre- like i i get 
wanting a good like work conditions but like being expected to work like at one point like what what when is enough enough right like when when are you going to do something about it it's, and especially like when you're afraid that you're going to lose your job if you say no yeah who wants to work there i mean it's a, it's still a cool company and they produce a lot of really good content but it's disappointing to hear yeah i i could complain about work conditions but i'm just expect to work at them <laughs> <laughs> that is literally your job yeah the why now, now you bring it up we as you know osha plays a huge part in oh, yes. my day oh yeah <laughs> if i want to use a ladder i'm supposed to be make the ladder face my work and i have to maintain three points of contact that's one thing that never happens i never am facing my work i'm usually always standing off the side of my ladder with one foot on only because it's easier to keep my balance with one leg off the ladder than it is to lean off lean with both my legs on the ladder because that makes me feel like i'm going to kick the ladder out from under me if i have both my feet on it if i'm just like hanging off to the side though my weight's already off the edge and the ladder shouldn't move okay whatever you say man it makes sense when you're up there sure sure thing (laughs) but since right now what i'm doing is i'm going through and redoing a lot of people's work you know they're supposed to frame a wall they're supposed to put headers in guess what they didn't do do it right they didn't frame the wall at all usually or they're just like oh someone else can do those headers and they're right that person's me wow so all the pipes are in all the ducks are in and a lot of the clearances like the between a duck and a wall is like four inches right and i have to get to the very top of it and there's two ways to do that actually there's only one way to do that you get off the ladder and climb onto the duck and you put the screws in that's fireable offense and my that my they expect me to do that but i asked them i'm like ironic i'm like i can't do this they're like you can't do it or you won't do it and i was like okay i could do it but i won't do it because i well i'm not going to lose my job you know i'm not going to get fired by, by the general contractor for this one two or three screws you need they're like well how are you going to get it done and i was like i don't know you tell me <laughs> they're like well just don't don't get caught is what they tell me uh they're like don't let anyone see you do it that's how you know you're working for a good company <laughs> they say the words don't get caught well on the bright side you're already all slippery so it's real easy to get in there that is true <laughs> i can just like slip and slide right across it yep no no bueno yeah uh-huh uh-huh the other thing uh, I forgot because I didn't write it down, and I'm away from it right now. We got a puppy. Oh, right. Yeah. That tiny little bastard who pees everywhere. I know. <laughs> been a huge part of what's been going on this past week, and I didn't write it down, so therefore I forgot. So. He is adorable, though. He is pretty darn cute. And his name is... Ranger. Red Rover? <laughs> Rover. <laughs> we should seriously have called him Vacuum. Because the way he vacuums up food is probably unhealthy. He doesn't. He doesn't chew. You could just name him P. Yes. Because I mean, that's all I've seen this dog do. He, <laughs> as soon as he like he like sits anywhere for a little while and he starts to move, you pick him up and you take him outside. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> if he goes out of my sight, he either has to come back to me, and if he goes out again, he's going outside. So, it's he's been a lot of work. But yeah. I think he ha- I think he has an infection. We're gonna get that handled, and it should be better after that. You would hope. What if it's just that way this dog is, and you gotta take him out every two hours? What? This is an unusual kind of dog <laughs> who just drinks like four liters of water a day. Yeah, he doesn't want to be on that fine line of dehydration. <laughs> he, he's scared of being dehydrated. Yeah. He's also. I, I'm worried that he was uh, not starved, but wasn't getting enough food because he is super skinny. Super skinny. Well, the shelters are trying to save money here, man. Right. They're they're not. Well, he was actually in a foster home, though. That's the weird part. Oh. So the they theorized that maybe he was getting fed at the same time as other dogs, and the other dogs were eating his food. That's why he sucks it up so that nobody else can eat his food. <laughs> but now what you guys do is you scatter it across the kitchen floor, and this dog's got to play. Yeah, otherwise he's just gonna choke on it. He's got to have an Easter egg hunt to well, find all this food. Actually, you say that. Uh, Casey bought these bowls that are harder for get harder for dogs to get food out of, so that it takes them longer to eat. Okay, so it does it work? It's a puzzle bowl. Yeah, actually, it does work. I mean, a puzzle bowl. I, that may not be exactly what it's called. 
Um, but yeah, no, it works. It it took him like a solid five or ten minutes to eat his lunch because he gets lunch because he's skinny. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird though because it's it's a circle, obviously, and uh, it's basically just got ridges. So there are grooves in a circular pattern. So he'll push the food around the circle, and so he eats spinning around in circles now. <laughs> So he'll vomit and <laughs> just for being busy. No, he doesn't. But anyways, yeah, no, that, that that's pretty much all I got. Uh, so what is going on with our t-shirts, my man? You know what's going on with your t-shirts? Huh. I am the most uncreative person in the world. I take that back. I have a brilliant idea for the design, but every time I try to make it a thing, I you know I go on to some website or use their engine to try to create the t-shirt it looks like absolute dog shit like i cannot take it out of my brain and put it in real life can you draw it no because you know how well i can draw if you ask me to put something (laughs) with a circle and then sticks attached to it even that looks bad Uh, okay all right well so if you the shirts are gonna look good i promise i'm not gonna it's not gonna be solely up to me i've got the design i just need to find someone who can interpret my stupid instructions that is the hard part of being created like of being creative i agree you have these like it is tough yes (laughs) (laughs) uh you have these awesome like pictures in your head you're like it'll look like this and but your brain image isn't never is never as clear as like seeing something on the that's why we need these chips we need to put these chips in our brains yep. and that way i can just i can just think about it and it's yep. just boop right there that would be perfect it would be i would do it i'd be the first one i accept okay <laughs> you hear that elon musk <laughs> we got a volunteer here also shout out to jay who is our new patron who came in just under the wire for the t-shirt deadline did he he did that's impressive yeah i'm amazed by that actually <laughs> he he better be a patron. He's getting a lot of free work out of me right now. He is. Yeah, we went up and worked for him on uh, Thursday, yesterday. So you know what I've missed these last two weeks? My bear bits. Your bear bits. I've missed your bear bits so much. <laughs> Please tell me more. <laughs> so we got a lot of uh, questions and a lot of people were asking stuff because apparently now I'm the bear expert. Uh, they were asking me about like black bears while we were up in the mountains. And so I decided to do a little bit of research. And when I say a little bit, I mean a very teeny tiny little bit of research. This isn't accurate though, right? It is It is entirely inaccurate. I totally made it up. Excellent. Anyways, black bears breeding season begins in May and lasts until early July with mating mainly occurring during June. So that is when they mate. Also, cubs are born in January, February. And depending on how much food is available... The mom will keep them for a year, maybe two, and possibly three years, and then kick some stone cold out of the house. She just decides one day, <laughs> like, you're taking care of yourself, and then they're so concerned because their mom's been taking care of them, and all of a sudden, they're just totally and completely out on their own. And I, I read something about somebody who was watching it, like, on, I don't know, a camera or something, and they were like, it was heartbreaking. I'm like, yeah. That... Imagine you just woke up, like your dad wakes you up, just rips the sheets off you and says, get the fuck out of the house. (laughs) You're on your own now, son. And you're four years old. Yeah. (laughs) It's terrible. Uh, There's another interesting part, which I found very disturbing, maybe. I don't know. Funny, but also weird and gross. So I'm just going to quote this here. A male and female bear may spend days courting each other before mating. Initially, a male suitor trails his prospective mate from a distance, stalking, smelling her daybeds and sniffing her urine to analyze how receptive she is. At first, she may run away playing hard to get, but in time, she allows him closer and closer. So she gets Stockholm Syndrome. This sounds like a like a 1800 dating textbook. It's... <laughs> what? First, hold up, hold up. Do not make that comparison because no one is going around <laughs> sniffing daybeds. Well, no, people don't have daybeds. Okay, I'm not going into your room and smelling, well, going into your bathroom and smelling your pee to see how receptive you okay, are. Okay, so I'm sure, I'm sure you've like seen a movie or something where somebody's going around trying to figure out what a girl likes before actually approaching her. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. And then he just persists. And then they get together in the end. Yeah, she beats him down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like pretty much stalker behavior. If you applied this behavior to a person, stalker. 
You know the difference between uh, romance and stalking? Success. Romance only happens in the movies. Oh. <laughs> Everywhere else it's called stalking. <laughs> Thank you, Red versus Blue. I was thinking it was success. <laughs> <laughs> also, maybe that. The difference between bravery and stupidity is the amount of success you've had. <laughs> I think we can move on to the news now. My only non-tech news item this week, very short, uh, but Germany has teamed up with the Netherlands, forming a joint military network. Uh-oh. Haven't they done this before? <laughs> I have a feeling. You have a feeling? That soon they're going to be in Poland again. <laughs> <laughs> Germany just can't can't resist. You know what country everybody wants? Poland. Poland. <laughs> Germany's been smelling her daybeds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keeping it far. Yeah. Just getting a little bit closer and closer. What uh why are they why are they doing this? Is uh, is it in is it in um what am I looking for? Like reaction to something going on? No, it's it's supposedly to like save money, foster uh collaboration and ideas and like have a better, you know, system. Because one of the things that's that's very hard is when you are when you end up being in combat, uh, the identification of friend and foe is kind of hazy when you're working with different countries, and so if you can avoid friendly fire or the technical term I believe is fratricide as much as possible, then it's a good thing. And uh, I think that there are some other countries in the EU that have uh, sort of teamed up as well, which is exactly what happened prior to World War One. So, I don't know. Just uh, take from this what you will. I, the U.S. has got a pretty good strategy turning friend or foe. Yeah? If they're defending oil, they're a foe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you memer. Oh, I know. <laughs> Speaking of things that people trust to no end. Oh, really? We yes. trust this company. <laughs> Facebook is launching... A cryptocurrency, the company that everybody loves, is launching its own cryptocurrency. They're, what, well, what they've done, right, is they've started a nonprofit that has a bunch of other companies involved with it to oversee this cryptocurrency. It's not Facebook's cryptocurrency. Right. They, they've designed it, though, more or yeah. less. Right. Uh, but that, that sounds like an evil, like an evil corporation thing, doesn't it? It's they're so tired of dealing with the U.S. They're like, you know what? We're just gonna make our <laughs> own currency, and we're done with you. There's like a bunch of companies, not even a bunch, really a handful of companies. Twenty nine. No, I don't know. I think it's twenty nine. Okay, I'm gonna go with twenty nine. Okay, a bunch of companies are teaming together to create this currency, and they're gonna be the ones like uh, holding the power, all the power, and then they're distributing it to the peons, us, and, and so it's like, it doesn't that seem a little off to you? Yeah, uh, I, I, I think this is a, a way for companies to get away from the regulations of countries. Because if they're regulating their own currency, they don't have to play by the same rules as everyone else. Well, you say that, but the, uh, the House has actually raised an issue and they want a serious investigation under, for the cryptocurrency before it actually launches. It's called Libra, and on paper, it does seem promising. There are some good things about it. Uh, the first one is, the, the, the best one probably, is that it will be backed by something. Yes. And unlike happen. Bitcoin, which the value fluctu fluctuates incredibly, uh, Libra should be a little bit better than that. And uh, the other thing, I don't know how I feel about this, only they can mine currency, essentially. Right? Only yes. the company can mine currency. So you're not going to have all these Chinese people buying 15 graphics cards, hooking them up in an array and then mining Bitcoin, like is what they're doing now. Which for me, as a consumer of graphics cards, I love that. <laughs> but it also, it it's not exactly taking away or, or taking the idea of a decentralized currency, which is what Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are supposed to be. They're supposed to be decentralized. And I, I don't know. They, their goal is to have a couple hundred or maybe and as many companies as they can back by it, and they'll all be voting members of whatever this group is. Right. Of the Evil Doctors Association of 
cryptocurrencies. I mean, if there's Facebook, Comcast, and Verizon, then I'm thinking avoid at all costs. <laughs> avoid. Just no. Zero. Direct TV gets involved. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really out. <laughs> they, uh, the, the concerning part for me is the, the wallet feature of Libra, you know, the app you'll need to use to actually access Libra, trade it between people, you know, use it to payments is a Facebook product alone. And we all know how Facebook is with information. They've done really good recently about all of their breaches. Yeah. I'm sorry, um, lack of breaches. <laughs> <laughs> no, they uh no, yeah, I would not would not trust. Definitely not. Yeah, this that's the it's ca C A Libra. You know, they just, is it? I, I believe that is the name is Calibra. Oh. Uh, it's going to be the wallet app for it, and all that does is it's going to be like Venmo, everything else, but their currency alone. And Facebook is going to be able to see every transaction you ever made. Ads, 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 ads. Oh yeah, so many ads. Even though in this article at least they say it's not supposed to track any ad data, like uh, mm, I don't know if I believe it's it. not that it's not, it it might not solely collect ad data it might not you know be like oh this is for ad material and then put it in a certain database it's just it all has to go somewhere though all of this data has to be stored somewhere right and you know that's just accessible yeah it's like how how much do you want facebook in your life i don't want them this much in my life right this this is uh it's too much too much too yeah. much they're uh they're they're stepping their boundary the other weird 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 thing about it is you can in theory, buy this currency and then get real money back from it, like get cash from it, and you'll be able to do that at like grocery stores. Yeah, that uh, super odd. Well, that's that's how the U.S. currency used to be. You used to be able to go to a bank and be like, "I want this amount of money in gold." Mm. Yeah, way back when, when we were backed by gold instead of mm, nothing. Yeah, now we're just a fiat. <laughs> yep, yep, just uh, paper and. The government controls how much money they print, so in a, in a lot of ways, it's no, a lot like Libra. It seems like it's just constantly on. <laughs> <laughs> right. The machines only run so fast. Yeah. The Did you see... I, this is one tangent, and then we'll keep moving on with uh, the tech news. South Africa is going to print money to pay off its debts and makes its citizens richer. Oh, that worked so well for the Confederate States of America. Also for Germany, I believe. Also for Germany <laughs> after World War One, where you had to buy a loaf of bread with a wheelbarrow full of money. Yeah. Yep. But that's all I wanted to mention about that. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be better off using Libra. But they have good intentions. Yeah. Just like this bill that Senator Josh Hawley introduced to end support for Internet Censorship Act, which is... Not exactly the best name ever, but the idea is that Facebook, Twitter, Google, these kinds of companies will be forced to be unbiased. By who? Who's the enforcer here? The go the the government. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so right. I mean it's like it's like the saying that you've heard millions of times. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. This is one of those things. Like, I get the sentiment. If if Google is, Google being the main one for me, if Google is filtering the results that you see based on some political agenda, whether that be on Google or on YouTube because they're owned by Google, that's sketch. Not good. It, it is sketch, but I mean, it, it is their company <laughs> to do as they please. I'm not saying I would regulate it, but I, I yeah, feel I, strongly against it. I do. I do dislike it. And and so in that case, I'd say it's it's a it's a good sentiment, but in practice, I don't think there's any way that this could actually work without being way too, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Invasive. Way not too only invasive, invasive, but the government is terrible at regulating things. That in, <laughs> in a lot of cases is true. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this one would probably because whether something is biased or not is. All, not okay. It's purely, there. There are some times where it's very clearly biased, but, but it's all subjective. It's all subjective. How do you regulate something that's subjective? Like everything, everything else is like 
a bu- the government's a bureaucracy for sure. Like they have so many different ways to say whether something is or isn't, uh, you know, illegal because they have books and books and books of this crap. But how how can you tell if what Facebook is censoring is biased? I mean, it's it's very so. What I feel like what would happen is one either companies would just do what Twitter did to France and just post nothing about like elections, anything political. They just won't share it. Nice callback. Yeah. Yeah. Or what will happen is all users will be anonymous. That would be that would be that would take away the point of Facebook for sure. Well, not Google. Oh, yeah. Just submit an article anonymously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That would be interesting. Because I mean, it's like... Or or the other alternative is to just not censor anything. I agree. If you don't censor anything, then everything is, in theory, equally as biased. That makes sense to the average person. But the average person does not live in government. <laughs> <laughs> It's a shame. I think the people who would make the best, you know, congressmen, presidents, are people who have no interest in politics. Because they're too smart for it. They, well, they don't uh, want to be a part of it. I mean, yeah, it's like, uh, nope, no, I'm still not going to spoil Game of Thrones. Fair enough. But in some cases, the person who wants to be in power the least is somebody who deserves it in yeah. some cases. Not always. <laughs> I know some stupid people who would not like to be in charge, but regardless, this this bill has been introduced and has received tons and tons of bipartisan hate. Oh, good. <laughs> I thought you were about to say support. I'm so glad that nope. it's just... Everybody hates it. Thought you, it was a little big brothery. Do you think that uh, some, like some guy stands up on the floor and starts reading his bill and someone just goes, hold, hold up, hold the fuck <laughs> up, <laughs> stop. <laughs> so I have this bill to end bias on big companies. Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> that would be hilarious. I doubt it, though. I'm gonna say probably not. I'm gonna I say that doesn't happen. I feel like it. We. I would. What is the channel that constantly runs? C-SPAN. On? I would watch C-SPAN if stuff like that occurred. <laughs> I would 100 sit down after work and watch C-SPAN just to see, like, yes, this bill. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up, John. <laughs> Nobody cares, John. Listen to your woman, John. Anyways, speaking of John, uh, this guy, whose name is William Earl Talbot II. How does that fit into John? <laughs> Don't worry about it. He has been convicted of a bunch of different crimes. Nope. Murder. I was going to say, not crimes, man. <laughs> it's not crimes. I can't remember what it was. He's been convicted of murder. Through DNA database findings. And the reason this is significant, it is he's the first one, pretty much. And the uh, the part that makes me uncomfortable is that he didn't input his DNA into the database. It was his cousins that inputted their own DNA into this database. And through that, uh, it's an open DNA database called GEDmatch. So I guess it's not like owned by anyone, it's open source or some, something like that. But through his cousins putting their information in, police were able to find this guy who murdered some Canadians eh? and uh, convict him of some, some murders. I don't mean to laugh. But <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was sly. I'll give it to you. Uh, weird. It's like uh, it seems to be a worse and worse idea to, to put your DNA in these things. 23 and no <laughs> i everyone knew this was coming though yeah i mean it's pretty it's pretty obvious right the thing is though i i get how this can be you know i could see it as a massive violation of your privacy and a bunch of other things but if you like i feel like they should just be like listen your dna can be accessed by any you know institution police whatever so if you've committed a crime don't submit it obviously (laughs) (laughs) if you've committed a crime you probably won't submit one anyway probably not but i mean i want to know how accurate like how how what was their their percentage of accuracy here off the cousins where they're like it's a 17 percent match and they're like 
got him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not a geneticist, so I can't answer that. But I feel like it's got to be. It's obviously close enough to nail down this guy, right? I mean, they share the same grandparents, and so it's, I guess it's not that far off. I don't know. It, DNA is so complex, and I have no idea what's in it. TCAG. <laughs> biology i think there's one more but it's like uh yeah i have no idea i have yeah, no idea. rna uses a different one mm-hmm. in case we were curious we were not <laughs> uh yeah that's pretty much all i got for that i i don't know i it's it i feel like this should only matter for criminals of which i'm most certainly not if if they included a disclosure on there i don't see any problem with this at all like that they're like, this can be accessed by anybody. I see no problem with this being used in a court system. The the part that's weird though is because it's it wasn't the guy who submitted his own DNA. It was his like cousins. Like how weird is that? Well, how many times have people been caught because they told somebody that they committed a crime and then that person told somebody and then they're like, Oh, we'll just go back. Okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but apparently this so this the murders that this guy uh did in nineteen eighty seven of uh, Tanya, nope, yeah, Tanya Van Koylenborg and Jay Cook. Uh, he was obviously able to keep a secret for, what was that, 32 years? And then his cousins went and fucked it up. Way to go, guys. <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I mean, I, I don't have an issue with this particular guy. No. Uh, obviously. But you, So what is your opinion on them using this? Using like Ancestry.com, 23andMe, whatever this open database is, using those DNA samples to solve cold cases. So if you're stupid enough to have committed a murder before DNA testing was really around and then stupider enough to submit your DNA into a database, you should absolutely be prosecuted for being an idiot. So what if your niece... No, niece doesn't share. Yeah, your niece would share enough DNA with you. Yeah. Wait, is it a boy or a girl? <laughs> Continue. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> if your niece submits one and then they, you know, they get a partial match, they're like, oh, let's reach, let's, you know, go back here, figure out which part of this family actually committed this crime and then, and then knocked on your door and said, hey, we got you. Right. It's just a little weirder. I feel like. I mean, maybe I'm a huge, like, conspiracy nut, which I'm not. But (laughs) these things where the governments have unprecedented access to information that is so incredibly personal because your DNA is your DNA. I mean, that's that's when it gets sketchy. That's when it's like Big Brother. That is when it's Thought Police 1984. Yeah. I do have a hard time with stuff like this where it's like, you committed an atrocity. Like I have no problem with you being prosecuted for it. Right. I, I it's just the way that they went about getting to that conclusion is is a little odd. Yes. I I'll give it to you. It's you know, there's obviously you make rules so people can break them. That is exactly the reason. <laughs> I mean, that is the reason rules you make rules. <laughs> that is it. Yep. For sure. Hundred percent. Anyways, what is this about a BMW five series? So BMW is stepping away from being the powerhouse of the luxury sedan. Are they? No, not at all. They oh. just made it electric. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which for the, you know, the motorhead is going to be very disappointing because when you get in your BMW M550, it is no longer going to make any noise. Ooh, that would be very disappointing. It has no exhaust pipes, which if Ooh. if you know BMWs, the exhaust on the like the M series, like they it looks the back end looks very very clean. The M3 is incredibly good looking. But now that it's just a that this, st- this looks like it still has exhaust. But there's no exhaust pipes there's there, no and exhaust that looks there. that looks weird. Is that for aerodynamics, or have they just not fully updated the the bumper yet? I don't. Sorry, man, I didn't read that. Far okay, that's it. fine. But what they're so they're releasing uh, a car. It's like I-38, whatever. That's going to just have one electric motor in it. And it's supposedly their fifth generation electric motor. 
And this 550, which they're testing currently, is going to have three of them in it. One on the front, two on the back wheels. And that's not for the like the purpose you're thinking. It's not to have, you know, equal power. Well, it is to have equal power on both wheels, but it's not to just like maximize the rear wheel drive. It's to help with handling. Because if the motors can operate separately and spin the wheels differently, you should have cornering better. Oh, wow. That's so it smart. should be an incredibly cool car. Yeah. I for am disappointed sure. it won't make any noise. That is so disappointing to me. It is really the worst part about electric vehicles to me. Is yeah. how quiet they are. Yeah. I want people to notice me. Exactly. That is why I put, <laughs> that is why I put my windows down, I play my music super loud. Oh my god, so loud. And I poke holes in my exhaust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just tear that muffler right out. I don't, no, no, because that looks trashy. Mm, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was watching a a cop show one time and this guy is driving a Honda Civic and he had like some kind of stupid exhaust thing on it. it and it was a Civic and it sounded really really loud, right? Somebody came and stole his car, and then this this was on cops. So they caught the guy who stole the car, and the guy was arrested. He was sitting in the back seat of a cop car. The owner of the car comes to retrieve his car, and the thief says, hey, man, you got to get your exhaust fixed. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) in other situations, I really do... It's... It's it's so disappointing driving a car that's silent. Yeah, but there there are cars that should be silent. Anything with less than six cylinders. Hey man, I've only got four. <laughs> What's the matter with that? Because it sounds like this high pitched whine. It sounds like a Honda Civic with no exhaust. Oh well, I mean, I see, I see your point. Like your average commuter car, I'm okay with that being entirely silent. Exactly. They- and for commuters, that's great. But for enthusiasts, it's awful. Yeah. Uh, hey guys, you want to check this out? It's just the wind noise. Does it? Do they whine? I don't know. I. It might have a turbo on it. Why? I don't know why it would have a turbo. On I don't know. It. It directly inject that air into the electric motor. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's gonna have turbines on it, so it should whine a little bit. Does it have turbines? I mean, don't all electric vehicles have turbines? I don't know. I don't think so. It should. Does it? I mean, it's not in spinning. the sense that I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah, but something is spinning, so it should have a noise. I don't know. I don't know enough about this to continue. Uh, H- have you ever seen an electric motor in your life, like a pool pump? Yeah. They make noise. Yes. They're just not that loud. No. And they don't. They. It's zero to one hundred usually. Yes. So it's not going to be exciting. No. Well, that's a little disappointing. But hey, good for BMW for making a a cool. And slightly more affordable electric car. It's not going to be affordable. I said slightly more affordable when I'm thinking about the uh, uh, oh, the 918 is not even it's not even on fully electric. That's only no. <laughs> that's Th- a- thinking about Tesla. It might be more affordable than your average Tesla. I think it's going to be around a hundred thousand dollars. So yeah, on par. On par, <laughs> but. This isn't supposed to be your... This isn't for the average consumer. So it it doesn't need to have that price tag on it. Mm. This is for people who who are... You know, well, once you like BMW, you only like BMW. Right. You are inducted into the cult. Yep. One would say. If you drive BMW, every other car is not a BMW. Therefore, it is inferior. Like most Germans (laughs) think. (laughs) This is not a BMW. What is this crap? Moving on. New Star Wars game. Uh, it's called Jedi Fallen Order. It's supposed to take place way back when. So not in the current Star Wars era or whatever. Uh, it is going to be made by EA, everybody's favorite video gaming company. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, more specifically, I think Respawn Entertainment, which uh, they do Apex. But disappointingly the thing i would look forward to the most in a game where you can wield a lightsaber is dismembering people it's not gonna have any dismemberment what you're telling me you can't cut off someone's arm now you can't cut off somebody's anything except for their life supply (laughs) so it's just it's like the crappy daytime tv shows where they cut people up and the swords are still clean right 
wonderful. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, that's so stupid. I mean, they they say that the uh, in order to have a better effect, the dismemberment's going to be saved for cutscenes in critical plot moments, but not in regular gameplay. So you're going to be hitting people with a lightsaber, and they're just going to fall on the ground. How stupid does that sound? You know, EA might try to be. They might be doing that that workplace culture. They're you know they're not trying to ask their developers to stay an extra forty hours to just include cutting out people's arms off. I think they would for that, wouldn't you? Well, no, they probably had to work on loot boxes. Oh, which we'll get into. But I do want to. So, what is the point of a Star Wars game if you can't cut someone into pieces? The thing that bothers me is that there's dismemberment in the Star Wars movies. Name one time. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Who can, if you haven't seen the Star Wars, like the old Star Wars, there's dismemberment there. Too bad you're going to find out Luke Skywalker loses his hand. Yeah. That's the first, that's the most iconic one I can think of. That is the most iconic one for sure. But there's or Darth Maul other... getting cut in half. Yeah. He is cut in half. I mean, his limbs are separate. Well, his upper limbs are separated from his lower <laughs> limbs. <laughs> he is fully dismembered. Was there any decapitation? Was anybody's kappa detated? Uh, yeah, the... Um... Anakin decapitated that guy. Oh. Oh, like right there? No. Uh, maybe not right there. Oh, he loses another limb. Okay. Anyways. uh, <laughs> No, he, um, after he, he like cuts his head off at the, like at that critical moment of turning where he's just like, he looks like he's kind of confused and he's just like, I'm full evil. Oh, uh, yep, yep. 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 Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's in the movies. Why can't it be in the, in the game? Because the games have to be disappointing. Yeah. Well, it is made by EA, so of course it's disappointing. But not as disappointing. <laughs> Which stands for everyone's against. Everyone's against. <laughs> not as disappointing is what EA came out and said uh, a couple of weeks ago. And loot boxes, for a little bit of background, are basically uh, Pokemon trading card packs or Magic the Gathering card packs. You buy a pack, you get crap cards and you keep doing it until you get good ones. Yeah. That's what loot boxes are in video game form. EA has said, quote, they're not loot boxes, they're surprise mechanics, and they're quite ethical, they said. Well, of course they said it. Yeah. You know how you know that they're lying? They're speaking. They're speaking. <laughs> Their lips are moving. Their lips are moving. <laughs> they're publishing something. I mean, what? So they, they compared it to uh, Kinder Eggs. Which, you know, they're the little chocolate. chocolate eggs with the the choking hazard. Sorry, the toy inside. Yeah, but no one ever bought a Kinder Egg for the, for the toy. Yeah. No, nobody <laughs> ever did that. I've never been like, I want a Kinder Egg because the toy is going to be fantastic. No, you buy it for the goddamn chocolate. Yeah, because it's good chocolate. <laughs> and you're guaranteed to get chocolate. You don't open a Kinder Egg and it's like, oh, it's poop. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what loot boxes are. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, the it would be one thing if EA's loot boxes like had a reasonably high percentage of getting something good, but you, they don't. They don't. I mean, like FIFA is the example I'm going to use, is the most egregious loot box game or anything that I can think of. I mean, that's like worse than actual gambling. Yeah. Because you never get anything unless you're Nick. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> like... It's just such crap, and people spend tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of money on it. But it's not you. You spend money to get something in the game that does not have any intrinsic value to it. Yep. So it's worse than gambling because when you gamble, you gamble money and you get money. Yep. <laughs> well, you lose money. There are yeah. So interestingly, there are cases where or situations where you can gamble money on video game items and then sell them off for more money, which is interesting. So CSGO, Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, they have weapon skins which are valued up to several hundred dollars each. Uh, and they also do loot boxes, but if you get a good one, you can sell it for real money. Oh, okay. Which I like way better than just getting crap. Yeah. I mean, it makes it even slightly more appealing. It just it also this they're uh, they're quite ethical. 
telling kids that they're going to, you know, the only way that their team is going to get better on in FIFA is to buy this not even close to a guarantee. I mean, you're most likely going to get a 78-rated player who sells for 200 coins. Yep. And you need 15 million to buy the best player. This is what you're going to get for $10,000. Yep. It's it doesn't send a good message across and EA sucks. EA does. I read an article uh, with an interview of a guy who works at EA and has worked at EA for like and some number of years, 15 or 20 years or something. And he says, I still can't figure out why everyone thinks we're the bad guy. And I'm like, you suck. It's you. <laughs> it's you, dude. You? I don't know what your job is, but it's you. You're the reason. <laughs> because you wake up every day and you look in the mirror and you go, yes, I'm doing something good. Right. And you are not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what? Name the last EA game that you've played that you truly enjoyed that was well done and it didn't feel like it was robbing you blind. Uh, does that game exist? I was thinking of like Madden 2001. Oh, uh, you That's know, I, FIFA 2006 was okay. No loot boxes in there. Did you play 2006? Uh, yeah, that's the first FIFA game I played. It was That was back in the 360 era. And I was at my friend's house and we were like playing FIFA. I was like, dude, why is your Xbox like standing up right? You got to put it down. So I, I moved it while it was on and the disc was running and it scratched the hell out of the disc. Nice. Unusable. So I had to buy him a new FIFA and then I got a little thing that fixes the scratch discs. And I was like, nice. So I ended up with a copy of FIFA that worked. Oh, good. Yeah. So that's, I was, the I take it back. The best EA game I've ever played was Battlefront, the original Battlefront. Oh, uh, yeah. I've heard good things about that. I don't know if I've played that one. I was on PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. It was an excellent game. Super yeah. fun. I was 10 years old. So, of course, it was awesome. You ran around and shot people on this huge like huge map it was super fun but since then ea has not even put out a good game let alone a game that doesn't feel like it's putting in your behind right i mean i enjoyed some of the fifas after that since loot boxes but you said specifically that doesn't feel like it's robbing me blind and those are specifically (laughs) designed to do that yes that is their only purpose and that is disappointing. It is at that. And on that note, fuck yay. I think it's time to end. I think it's time to end. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Uh, I guess we're shortening our, out- shortening our outro. So thank you so much for listening. We're going to try and make sure that we don't have a long break like this again. 